Tom Bernard Show with co-host Catherine Brandt, Andy Brandt Bernard, Cassie Schrader. Just got a news story. Ed Sheeran is being sued for a hundred million dollars. Yikes! We'll be back, Tom Bernard Show. Walzer Automotive Group started in Minnesota over 60 years ago. Most people know something about the Walzer way. Upfront, no haggle pricing, work with one person from start to finish, or the free lifetime powertrain warranty on most vehicles sold in Minnesota. What you might not know is they are the only automotive group that is a member of the Keystone Club. They join such great Minnesota companies as General Mills, Target, Cargill, the Twins, Wolves, and Vikings in pledging 5% pre-tax profits to local charities. It's a great example of their core values. Do the right thing, display positive energy, be open-minded, and lead by example. So if you're in the market for a new or used car, check out walzer.com or stop into one of their dealerships. Please don't say, tell them Tommy sent you, because it sounds fake, and I hate it. Walzer Automotive Group, walzer.com. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt and talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, it works. It's been good. It's been good, ladies and gentlemen. It's been good. And how do they contact you? uh, Either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Oh, God, I love this. For the love of money is the root of all evil. I think we should play this every time somebody's getting sued. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely play it every time someone's getting sued. Ed Sheeran is facing a $100 million lawsuit that alleges the singer-songwriter copied Marvin Gaye's 1973 hit Let's Get It On on his 2014 song Thinking Out Loud, TMZ reports. The suit was filed by Structured Asset Sales, a company that owns one-third of the copyright to Let's Get It On. According to the lawsuit, Sheeran's song has the same melody, rhythms, harmonies, drums, bass line, backing chorus, tempo, syncopation, and looping, as in Let's Get It On, TMZ Mm. reported. Well, then they're going to lose their case, because that's ridiculous. Who's going to lose their case? The people trying to sue. Why would they lose? Because those claims are objectively false. I've well, never even heard the song, and I know they're objectively false, because well, that we, would mean it's literally the exact same song. Did we, try, did we track it down, Thinking Out Loud by Ed Sheeran? Um, let's see Because I've known Let's Get It On, one of the greatest songs of all time, by the oh, way. Oh, I hate allergies so much. I know. I'm, I'm clearing my <laughs> Just throat Just like right constant. now, I'm like, I've got mm-hmm. a tickle in my right. throat, my right yeah. eye is swollen. Yeah. <laughs> Here we go. Is this it? 
I'm just gonna skip ahead. We'll be loving you till we're This is thinking out loud. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's not even close to like let's yeah. get it on. Uh-huh. Let's Baby get man. it on. It just probably just has the same tempo. Same tempo, man. Yeah, it has a similar tempo and backbeat. A million songs all have the same tempo. Yeah. Well, he's. uh, They're also the people who sue what's his face for Pharrell blurred lines. So. Oh, Oh, Robin Thicke. Yeah, they're kind of. They won that one, and now they feel like they can sue anyone for anything. Yeah, then you're right. Before you even knew what the song sounded like, you said they have no chance of winning, and you're oh, right. No. There's no chance yeah. they're going to win that suit. So not a ridiculous chance. claim. Well, yeah, because the Blurred Line song, I mean, it's very similar to... It is. Um, what was the song? Was, uh, um, was it What's Going On? What was it? Blurred Line? No. Uh, no. God. Um, I know. It was a Marvin Gaye song. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was... What the Why hell was Why am I drawing it? a blank? Uh, because... You've got allergy brain. I think so. <laughs> I have not been sleeping nice. well. Yep, I wake up I know. all congested. It's horrible. But yeah, um, I did. I mean, it, the song was similar, but I didn't think it, it was a ripoff yeah, of no. Marvin Gaye's song. Um, Whatever the hell it was. Yeah, I can't remember. Uh, got to give it up. Got to give, got it, to up. give it up. That's, That's exactly it. what it was. Yeah, yeah it, it was seven point two million that they got. So I mean, it was similar, but it wasn't. I mean, I've heard complete. You know rip-offs of other songs i mean and then the whole vanilla ice thing with you know david bowie's mm-hmm. and queen's under pressure yeah and he's like no there was this added little tick in here and i'm like no you took the, you know <laughs> you took it to just say it. yeah so how i don't know the sampling that they're allowed to do yeah, how much how me. much of a song can they actually steal i don't know if there's like a certain time like if it's there must be seconds, something 30 yeah. seconds but um what really started it was what does he go by now p diddy puff daddy i don't know yeah but, whatever um, every uh breath you take oh, from God. the police right oh yeah right. and that's where because he took that without permission it was literally just the same song but he it just was. rapped yeah, over he took, it he took the it beats was. from that song mm-hmm. and just instead of the vocals right wrapped over right. it so i mean it's a different case yeah yeah and what's the other one american there's another one. It's an absolute ripoff of a song. It's called American Dreamer or American... God, what the hell's the name of that? It's American something. <laughs> We're all firing on all cylinders might today. might be American Dreamer. I, I, I don't remember, but that song is a flat-out ripoff of another song. It's They didn't even try to cover it up. <laughs> uh, Sheeran was also sued over Thinking Out Loud in 2016. The family of Ed Towns and a co-writer on Gay's Let's Get It On sued Sheeran, arguing that Thinking Out Loud lifted the melody, harmony, and other rhythmic components of Gay's uh, track. Sheeran responded to the 2016 suit in documents obtained by TMZ last week. He reportedly claimed that the chord progressions and drum patterns of both songs are extremely commonplace, which they are. Sure. And that similar elements on uh, in Let's Get It On are in the public domain and unprotectable. Thinking Out Loud peaked at number two in the Billboard uh, Hot 100 chart in 2014 and has been certified diamond by the IRAA for streaming equivalent sales. Shouldn't that be oh. RIAA? It is. I'm sorry. You're right. It is RIAA. It has sold over 10 million copies. Wow. Well, here's this. There's a Kid Rock song. Might sound a little familiar to you. Yeah. <laughs> we was in I know. But he, I know uh, Kid Rock, he did get permission for that. Oh, did he? 
Because yeah. it is. It's Werewolves of London and Sweet that Home is, Alabama. Yeah. That's yes. It is. Really all it is. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. But he got permission, you said. I believe so, yeah. Because he's tight with, you know, Bob Seger. Oh, yeah. And, yeah, you know, absolutely. Leonard Skinner and all that. So, and he just kind of, I mean, it was a good song, actually, with his lyrics and everything. So it was kind of revamping that music. Do you know the Bob Seger Kid Rock story in my life. <laughs> oh yeah, there Phenomenal. we go. Eight people are credited for that song. Mm-hmm. The songwriters are Werewolves of London. The songwriters are Sweet Home Alabama, <laughs> and Kid Rock. So they're all credited. Yes. Oh, okay. So apparently he. It's a. Yeah, I mean uh, that's one thing to get permission yeah. to do it. Mm-hmm. It's a whole other thing. It to is. Just it's steal. an unabashed yeah. clone on purpose. Okay. It's true. So. I, well, I know that. Um, I think Puff Daddy. Couldn't make any uh, any um, money off of that one well, song. Oh, f- f- oh. listing the police. Yeah, song? police. Song. Yeah. yeah, I think they 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 own like all the royalties for that song because it's just it's so yeah, much I, of a rip off that Puff Daddy has no rights at all. Yeah, no. and he I know Sting. Gets so they were like, thanks money for that. Every time that song is played, yep. he gets oh all the money for it. So. Yeah, so does, they're they're yeah. they're happy that he did that because yeah. <laughs> Uh, am I wrong, or does Ed Sheeran look like a complete goofball? He does. He does. He's a goofball. He's a very wealthy goofball, but other than that, you know. I know. The first time I saw him, I'm like, that's I know. Sheeran. His voice does not match. No, not at all. He's the he's the today's Rick Astley. Is it Astley? Yes. I can never say never his last name. Never going to give you <laughs> yeah. Never going to let you I mean, really. Down. Yeah, he is. I like Rick. I like that song though. I do too. It's catchy. It's fun. It's really catchy. Never gonna give. Never gonna give. Gotta <laughs> get Rick rolled again. <laughs> I'm getting Rick rolled right now. You're absolutely right. Uh, I love this. I do like Gowdy. Uh, seriously, he he comes right out and says whatever he feels like saying, and uh, that's all there Gowdy. is to it. Republican Representative Trey Gowdy tore into Deputy Attorney General Rod Rosenstein on Thursday over the long-running Russia collusion probe. Mm-hmm. What's oh been going on? God. Two years now? I know. Seriously, I just understand. give it up. Uh, <laughs> uh, Trey Gowdy said, telling the Justice Department at a public hearing to, quote, finish it the hell up because this country's being torn apart. And he's 100% right. Mm-hmm. You, you filthy pig politicians. We are so sick of you, it's unbelievable. God, yes, I'm sick of it. we them. are. I, I just, God, will you just finish it the hell up? I agree, <laughs> Trey. You're my guy. Well, I know, because all this other stuff is getting in the way of actual progress. Yeah. I'm getting stuff yeah, done that right. needs and to get how, done. Yeah, and how much is this costing? Oh, uh, lots of money. <laughs> you don't want to know. <laughs> I don't yeah. even, I can't even imagine. And again, I, I don't lean Republican or Democrat. I don't. I'm right in the middle because the far edges of both of these parties just make me want to puke. Good God. I don't know. It's you gotta be so you have to be so severe and over the top with everything. Well, that's what happens when you have a bunch of incredibly wealthy lawyers. Yeah. You know, they they can just twist anything into what they want. So they're just like, That's the way the world is now. Yeah, I know. I, I I just wish you people would serve the people instead of yourselves. That's all I, that'd be great. Could yeah. you serve the people instead of yourselves? 
Well, that's probably why the you know the whole New York thing because she wasn't a politician. That's probably why yeah, they're maybe. you know I think people are just sick to death of politicians. But we, but she's got that you know harsh messaging. You know mm-hmm. the, the Bernie Sanders messaging is anti business and anti right. everything. Well, and, mm-hmm. honestly, I really think we need term limits because that will at least get because then people are going to want their name attached to something important so they're going to work hard to get it done before their term is up but the problem with term limits are they're going to have to uh, implement that themselves on themselves Mm -hmm. and they're never going to do it right we can't we can't vote on term limits can we i i think i mean i i would put a vote in for it i mean it should be a referendum on a voting ballot I don't know should how, we have term limits yeah but how do you force them to let you vote on it that would be the thing you have to mm-hmm. figure out yeah i don't know it, it's so the whole i wish they would just wipe it clean and start over in dc because it's just so yeah. corrupt and i don't know how to fix it I don't think anybody no, knows how to fix it i don't think so either i don't oh, know yeah, if it's I, fixable i think there's going to be some sort of revolution in the next not very long. Ten years? Yeah, because there's really no way to come back from how messed up it is. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think eliminating political parties might help, too. Yes, it would. So, you think they'll ever do that? No. No, because there's too much money to be there's had too much money. for yeah, political right. parties with <clears throat> lobbyists and everything else. Yep. It's, what was the comedian that said that, that politicians should come out wearing like like a NASCAR jacket yeah. with all their... <laughs> Lobbyist sponsors, you know, from that's pharmaceutical that's, companies. That's hilarious. And, yeah, I mean, really, that that's yeah. who they're, yeah, you know, beholden uh, P- to. Yeah, are these lobbyists and large corporations and companies, and they're not. Yeah, and it out doesn't matter us. if they're um, Democrat or Republican. They're they're all doing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, it doesn't matter. Democrats, Republicans. I mean, that's that's the funny thing about it. I just love it when Nancy Pelosi gets up on the docket and says. Uh, we have to do something about these very wealthy Americans, these corporate... <laughs> she's worth a, at least $1 billion. Oh, I know. It's like, what are you, who are you talking about, lady? They're your buddies. I know. I, I just I just wish people, when they when they get on their rants on Twitter and they get on yeah. their rants about another party, that they, they should understand that every single message that they're agreeing with or disagreeing with is marketed to them specifically to instill hate and fear so that their political party can carry on. Yeah, it's true. And you're being manipulated and used, and that's just all there is to it. That is exactly right, and I wish it would stop. I, I do remember when people actually used to serve the people, but it, you know when it all changed? Do you think it ever After really the civil was like passed, After uh, the Civil Rights Act passed, they, these politicians said, ooh, we can, we can really use this to make money. Mm-hmm. You know, it should have been about freeing people's rights. That's what it should have been about and treating people equally. But it, we've, we still aren't there. And that was 50 some years ago. Yeah, it's like, the whole, you know, the whole St. Paul fireworks thing, you oh, know, God. with the mayor canceling the fireworks because it's $100,000 that he wants to use for, you know, inclusivity projects mm-hmm. and stuff. It's like, but everybody can watch and enjoy the fireworks, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Isn't that inclusive enough? And also it instills patriotism in people. And isn't that a good thing? And it also, to me, it makes it makes St. Paul look like a broke-ass, dinky it town. It does, yeah. It does. You're we can't right. afford fireworks. What do you... Yeah. He said that he didn't like the fireworks because uh, 
you're basically celebrating America's birthday by setting off bombs. Bombs? Mm, bombs. Really? That's <laughs> what you hear? Bombs? Because I, I, I don't. And then you go on They're Twitter and there's people that are like, yeah, because it's, you know, PTSD, it instills PTSD Which in veterans. it does veterans. not, It, it does, does not. not? Nope. And dogs don't like it. Dogs and cats <laughs> well, don't true. like it. Yeah, that's, that's too tough up. Yeah. Get over it, Yeah, puppy. how many minutes is it? Yeah, what, what is 30, it, a half, 30, half an hour usually? Yeah, probably. <laughs> it's like we can't cancel everything because one out of every 10,000 people has a problem with it. Well, that's where we've gotten to. Yeah, that's It's true. like this mayor doesn't want it, so you don't get it. Mm-hmm. And that's it. I, went out, I, I didn't go after anyone, and I said, look, I'm not sticking my nose in your business, but if you want to call me right now and give me the go-ahead, I'll get on the phone and get 20 different companies to kick in 5000 bucks and pay for the fireworks. Well, that's what everybody's mad about is that he canceled it a week before, so they couldn't even get corporate sponsorships to do it. Well, remember, we knew about it last week. Yeah, we did. We got an inside tip. We got a tip on the deal, but I, I, you know what? But apparently the whole St. Paul fireworks situation was always very complicated because it was, it was, yeah. it was in, it was taste of Minnesota did it yes. and they paid for it. I think Ron, Ron maybe Matt, they Ronnie got Maddox, some yeah. state money or, or some no, city money. So. I don't know. I think he, he So everybody was used to having a nice fireworks, yep. you know, display because of that. And then when that died, it all fell on it's everybody else to find out how to pay for it. But the saints wanted to do it. Oh, one guy, this is what I love. And we, well, you know, we got, we got to take a break here and we'll come back. We'll talk about the fireworks at CHS Stadium because the people complaining about that it was ridiculous. We will be right back. Tom Bernard Show. This is Tom for Flo. For the past 35 years, Flo's passion to invent a better way has created some of the finest recreational products available. Flo's Cargo Max trailer line is a perfect example of their innovation. This trailer is redefining the utility trailer industry. They start with a strong aluminum frame, and then add a thermoform polymer bed. It gives you a nearly indestructible one-piece trailer body. And since it's molded, it adds style that the trailer industry has never seen. They even beat it with a large sledgehammer at 20 below zero to prove how tough it is. Best of all, you'll never worry about dents, rust, rot, or paint. Visit their website at floeintl.com to find your local dealer and to see videos of this unique trailer, including... A video showing hockey star Ryan Suter shooting pucks at it, trying to break it. You'll quickly see how Flo has earned the reputation for quality products and offering you more for your money. Flo, a better way. It's Tom telling you how easy it's been to lose weight at Nutramost Twin Cities in Plymouth with their weight loss plan. I'm down 77 pounds, and in a couple of weeks I'll do one more round to shed the rest of my unwanted pounds. Find out how to have success losing weight like I did by attending the Nutramost Twin Cities in Plymouth free informational dinner. It's on Monday, July 23rd at 6 p.m. at Jake's in Plymouth. I'll see you there. That extra baggage melts away really fast, and one of the best parts is it's just so easy. I am never hungry. Nutramost Twin Cities in Plymouth has educated me on clean eating, and I now know the foods that work for me and the weight gain trigger foods, too. That's important. Nutramost Twin Cities in Plymouth will guarantee that you'll lose 20 pounds or more in just 40 days. Nutramost Twin Cities in Plymouth has helped me change my life, and they can help you, too. Register for the Nutramost Twin Cities in Plymouth dinner on July 23rd. Just call 763-333-7337. That's 763-333-7337.
Well, who is that? That's Bruce. It's not good. That's his, that was his 4th of July concert. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I like Born to Run. I do, too. After that, not so wild about Bruce Springsteen. I think my favorite Bruce song would have to be, um, oh, geez. I mean, there's so many. Um, I'd have to think about it. There was one for me. That was it, Born to Run. I like Tougher Than the Rest. I don't even know what that is. That's a good The song. man can't sing. I'm sorry, but he cannot sing. He's got a unique... I mean, he's... A uh, unique... Well, no, to Here me, it's we... kind of like very Bob Dylan. He's very Bob Dylan yeah, to me. Bob Dylan was better at I it. I mean, though. Bob Dylan can't sing either, but he was more no. of a poet yeah. with a guitar. Right, right. He so... Was. No doubt about it. So, I was looking through uh, the paper this morning after we talked about on this show and the morning show on Monday about the fact there will, would be no fireworks. And I don't think anybody believed me. Really? And then uh, I talked about it all week. And then I said today I would, I would personally raise the money for the fireworks. Uh, if they would have told me three months ago, it would have been a lot better. It would have yeah, been a lot easier much to easier. do. But uh, I don't know if we could even get it together in time by next Wednesday. I don't know if we could even have it. No, it would be because I, I don't even know if you can hire somebody that fast to do it. There's mm. a lot of planning. Yeah. But a guy on the, the, the Pioneer Press complained. He said, yeah, and the ones at CHS Field, I mean, they just kept it all corporate and weird because, you know, the, they didn't even go high in the sky. They only went, you couldn't even see the fireworks outside the stadium. That's not true. Well, it was true. And I'll what? tell you why. Have you ever noticed sitting at C- CHS Field that jets go over the left field wall constantly? Mm, yeah. You don't want to be oh, shooting fireworks up in the I air with see. jets going through. Yeah. <laughs> that would not be that's a good true. idea. That is, a, that is an airspace. Yeah. yeah. So uh, that's that's why they're not very high when Could they're at CHS. Could you just tell the air, you know, the airport to just route them out a little bit? Yeah, get them out it's there. It's 4th of July. Bit. Move over. I like it. But in any case, like I said, I'm not trying to stir the pot. I'm not caught in trying to cause trouble. I just said, you know... What I would do if I were mayor of Minneapolis or St. Paul, I would reach out to people who have some influence at some level to help me with things. I personally think that Melvin Carter didn't want to celebrate the 4th of July. That's what I think happened. Well, he said he wanted to save $100,000, but, I mean, let's see, total assets for the city of St. Paul, $332.9 million. So, I mean... Hundred grand. Hundred grand off of that. <laughs> really? It's not so well, bad. Well, they have to make they have to make a lot of money on just the people that come in for the yeah. fireworks. You would think so. Are, you I know, would think so. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, it, it's a, I so I was I was looking on Twitter for all you know all these responses about it, and a lot of people were really hurt by it, and some people were like, "Yeah, he's right." And, you know, it's like well, I don't like the fireworks, so yay. As, and um, one person says, oh, so you're all afraid of this brown man? Oh, my God. Of course they were. Oh, like, that's what, what they does that brought? have to do oh, with God. anything? They're just brainwashed. That's it. He canceled the 4th of July fireworks. <laughs> you're going to get some pushback on that. I have a question for you. Oh, wait. Including capital, St. Paul's worth $1.1 billion. So... Yeah, you don't want to waste a hundred. First of all, you as can't I have said, that a hundred thousand dollars. Well, and they just raised property taxes by something like thirty percent. Yeah, they did. <laughs> That's like here's a big fat thank you. I'm just telling you, I literally, well, although I kind of threw Michelle under the bus, I said, "Look, the first ten grand I'd raise, Catherine and I would kick in five thousand, and so would Michelle Tafoya." <laughs> so, so I just volunteered her kicking in money. But look at the people. 
if I went around and asked these people, I mean, Louie Nanny does a lot of fundraising. If if I talked to Louie Nanny for two seconds, I'd cover 10, he'd cover 10, and it'd be over. It'd be done. I mean, that seriously. We know a lot of people. He knows many more people than I do, actually. But, yeah, I don't think it would have been much of a problem. I really don't. But here's the biggest problem. When white people that live in the suburbs say, first thing they say is, oh, are you afraid of the brown man? <laughs> I just was you so racist ridiculous. Jerk. That is racist as hell it, is what that is. It's horribly offensive that you would think that the reason why somebody would be upset is because he's black. That's the first place you go. These are the it's same people that crazy. elected him, by the way, that, that, that want some fireworks. They elected him. So if they're so afraid of him, why did he make him mayor? I, it makes uh, no sense to idiotic. me. Zero sense to me. It's all idiotic. And then they have that that uh, minority-owned business contest that's going on. Yeah, million dollars. Uh, what do they, they call it again? Uh, people that... It was it entrepreneurs. Was, I think they call. Yeah, it. it was like an entrepreneurial uh, restaurant it's concept all, or something. I think it's all kinds of businesses, but a million dollar prize for that. So we have a million dollars for that, but we don't. Mm-hmm. And look, let me tell you because you know Philip and I were talking about it this morning. He said, you know, it's really hard to get financing for minorities. I said, no, it's, no, it's not. not at all. As a matter of fact, there are a couple of businesses that Catherine and I are, own a little bit of. We couldn't get them done at all if we didn't have a minority partner. Mm-hmm. That's a fact. <laughs> so I don't know what the hell you're talking about. I mean, I... People have so many misconceptions about, and you know what this is all about, really? And it's people of all races, people of all colors. More me now. Me. We need me. More me in there. Yeah. It's just disgusting. And my brother couldn't get a loan, so therefore... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No one can get a loan. People well, can't think stiff, beyond their own lives. No, they cannot. I, I, there's... Were, there's a word for that kind of thinking. What is it? More me now. No, the entitlement. Narcissus. No, it, Narcissus. It, no, it's some sort of like a psychological. Mental retardation. <laughs> yeah, that's about it. No. Um, oh, on my bike ride it. today, I will tell you honestly. On my, I went on a bike, an hour bike ride. I went out uh, from Golden Valley. I ended up at Medicine Lake. Turned around and came back. Took me. It's 12 miles, and it took me an hour to do it. Right. I said hello to. Ten other people coming the other way on bikes. Not one of them said hello back. None of them. It's just. Do you say it with a grimace? <clears throat> I go, hello, jackass. <laughs> yeah, I do that. No, I, I just go, hey, how you doing? As I'm going by, they just they look at you, and then they just keep looking. Now at you me. have to remember, a lot of people have a, an earbud in their fo- in their ear. Well, one person riding. did. They one, don't. They can't person. hear anything, which is to me that's not a safety safe, issue. Yeah. No, you should that's, not be riding no, with earbuds. I would agree with that completely. We have gotten into a situation now where everybody thinks about themselves first and you, the rest of us, might come in about 20th place. It's just we're very, very selfish now, and it's disgusting. Is that from the me generation? Well, you brought this stat up to me uh, yesterday. 75% of America's wealth is owned by baby boomers. That is not Baby good boomers news. and whatever. Who's over 80? Is that the greatest generation? The greatest the generation, silent yeah. Silent generation. and greatest, yeah. Silent yeah, so greatest, they, yeah. I think they're in there, too. Well, that's 75%. not really surprising. No. No yeah, one below, beneath 30 has ever had money. Mm, yeah, Generation Xers are the poorest. <clears throat> they're the poorest of people. That are, they're, they're the people <laughs> are from what, like 35 to 55, something like that, or 50? Yeah. Cassie and I are on the like younger cusp of Gen X. Oh, you are? Okay. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were a millennial, Andy. 
because it's, it's 1980. There's kind of like overlap depending I, on who you ask. I'm more right on the cut. I think it's like 1981 to 82 is the start of the millennial okay. generation. 81 or 82 is? I think so. Well, Gen well, X can go up to so like you're Harvard. Definitely a millennial. Harvard says that Gen X goes up to 1984. Um, some people say it goes up to 1980. So there's there's no. There's never been an official. I'm I'm more considered thing. to be Gen X. Yeah, you're a disaster. So are you are you poor? <laughs> I, I don't have money, money. But... Well, nowadays nobody has money, money except for Jeff Bezos, who's worth 110 oh my billion dollars. I can no, buy macaroni obnoxious. and cheese. Okay. Oh, I like it. Right. See, the then you're doing all right. The important things in life, like mac and cheese. 99 cents a box. That's all. It's good I know. stuff too. Yeah, I don't know. We, we're gonna have to. Very, well, the problem is, people, your, you guys age on down, they just, they don't own houses, they don't own businesses, they don't have well-paying jobs, they don't have well, a lot of money saved up. They everybody seems want. to forget that we've had a 10 year, 11 years of an economic problem, a mm-hmm. big problem. Caused it was a bad federal, problem. Yeah. Caused by the federal government, the big banks, and Wall Street. Yeah, because if you they don't, it. yeah, if you don't own real estate, you can't really build your wealth that much. It, it's harder. But you I will need tell to you buy this. real estate. I'm the sorry. Po- the politicians that allowed big banks to go out and give people loans at 125 percent of home value. Are you? How is that going to work? Yeah. Oh yeah. They let. That's what everybody did. Oh, I, I can get 125 percent for the value in my house. What? People that were personal trainers. Yeah. Could just get a loan on a signature, and they they didn't have any any proof of income. Ooh, mm-hmm. just sign sign here. And here's, what, here's another your house. thing that happened with the the housing crash was a lot of people. The only way they would qualify for the loan was if they did it on an arm. Mm-hmm. And yeah. once yeah. that yep. high interest rate kicked in at the end of that like, arm, just, they couldn't afford yep. the mortgage anymore, so they exactly. just walked yep. away. Mm-hmm. That's exactly it. I, I got one this morning uh, that I've never seen before, and I won't say which card it is because I think it was completely phony. But uh, a credit card company, because I have every kind of credit card there is, American Express and Visa. Why didn't you just MasterCard. tell the hackers that? <laughs> well, not, a lot of people do because there are places that don't take American Express. And, yep. you know, there are things I like had that. an Amex for a while, and yeah, not a lot of people take it. So really? here's what happened to me this morning. During the show, I guess I'll, I get this alert from a very prominent credit card company uh we need to update your file on your earnings obviously fake and they sent me yeah they sent me a page that said please tell us your annual income and give us a, your social security mm-hmm. number no never <laughs> ever give them your social security number like, no, you're, you're hosed not for life oh my god if that gets out there so this is how much i make and here's my social security number when you have your identity <laughs> stolen will they give you a new social security number i don't know i i don't know if they will or not but yeah, they wanted me to give them uh, my. Ir- you can yes, you can get a new social security oh, you can? number. Okay. Because sometimes I would think that that would be the only way you could get out of it if they're yeah. Yeah, if it got that bad. Yeah, it's people are constantly. As a matter of fact, I go through. I run malware about once a week. That's about right the thing to do with it. Yeah. Yeah. I run malware checks once a week, and the number exactly, exactly for the past month, the past four weeks, 155 things that are po- possible threats. That's always 155. Sounds like you should change your browsing habits. But 
Well, it's because of, yeah, because I'm browsing for for stories for yeah. the show. And if you if, you, if right. you click on clickbait too, yep. that puts you in a whole other stratosphere of problems. It mm-hmm. does, yeah. Yep. You have to stay off clickbait. That's what it is. 155, right on that number for four weeks straight. Like, That's okay. crazy. This might be the same people still trying to get in there. I updated my malware to premium, so that's good. oh, look at you, uh, updates and well, everything. I have, I do have a ton of firewalls on my my computer too. Updates, because... Spice Girls. Who are you? Yeah, who's this sitting <laughs> over in the chair here? It's not Tom. He's being responsible. How'd that ever happen? Exactly. What are you gonna do? Oh. Wearing red, white, and blue before the holiday. Red, white, and blue. I'm wearing it today, ladies and gentlemen. A red shirt, white pants, and a blue hat. Because I am not the mayor of St. Paul. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but I do think that's part of it. I really do think that this whole the whole thing has gotten way out of line with isolating each race. They're doing it to themselves, and I'm talking about white people and black people and every other person on earth. They wish to be isolated. Mm-hmm. Well, that's not a good idea. That's a really bad idea, but I don't know. Fox News CEO Suzanne Scott reportedly warned network producers that they are responsible for addressing inappropriate on-air comments in the wake of recent controversial statements made on Fox programming. Politico reported Wednesday that Scott met with producers of some of the channel's top shows to tell them to get a handle on their hosts and guests. She reportedly told the employees that they are in charge of protecting Fox News brand. Scott, who took over as CEO earlier this year, delivered the message via video conference, Politico reported. Sources told the news outlet that the meeting was an unusual step. A Fox News spokesperson said in a statement that Scott regularly leads executive and editorial meetings, and she expects accountability from her senior staff, which is uh, what all good leaders do. I mean... It's interesting to me. Have have all the news the news uh, outlets have they all done this? Told people to watch what you're saying. I'm not sure. Because I hear outrageous things on Fox, on CNN, MSNBC. It's way out there. Yeah, you can't even content. watch it. No, you can't even watch. I don't MSNBC. even. I seriously, I, I I check in on the news every once in a blue moon now. I just and I watch the local news maybe twice a week because the local news isn't as obnoxious. Yeah. Yeah, here's an example I give. Laura Ingram said on her er, show earlier this month that the detention facilities being used to hold migrant children, they're immigrant children, they're not just migrant. Um, because if you and I, you know, when you, when we go down to, to Red Wing next week, we're going to be migrating to Red Wing. We're not immigrants, we're migrants. Okay. Um, she said the facilities, the detention facilities being used to hold migrant children are, quote, essentially summer camps. No, they're not. I don't think they're summer camps. No, they're not summer camps. We'll be right back. Tom Bernard Show. And we will be right back with our guest, who just called in and should probably know that we're on break. Excellent. So there you go. (laughs) We are here with Chris Lindahl. What's the latest? Chris Lindahl Real Estate, the real estate brokerage, is finally here. We've declared our innovation independence. Your innovation independence. (laughs) You're you're dressed independently today, I will tell you that. You look good, man. You look great. Thank you. And we also have something super exciting for KQ listeners. We are going to give away a free listing side commission now through June 29th. How's that work? So, so we're going to sell someone's house for free. What? Yeah. 
That's yep. pretty good. Yeah, and it's just a way of saying thank you. And KQRS has been amazingly supportive to the Chris Lindahl brand and now to Chris Lindahl Real Estate. It's a way for us to say thank you. It's also not a bare bones offer. So everything that Chris Lindahl does to get you top dollar for your house, we're still going to do. And we're going to do it potentially for free. For one listener. Now, how do people get that done? How, how, how do they qualify for the, was it a drawing or what? Is it? Yep. So it's, so it's a drawing. So you can go to chrislindahl.com. That's Chris with a K. And you can click on the free listing side commission giveaway tab to sign up. Or you can call 763-401-SOLD. That is a wonderful thing. And when, uh, when do they need to do this buy? So the deadline is June 29th. June 29th. And how do they do it? They go to chrislindahl.com. That's Chris with a K or call 763-401-SOLD. And I just want to say thank you so much for all of the support during our transition. We're super excited and we're bringing innovation to another level. It is a wonderful thing. Chris Lindahl. Thank you. You're a good man. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. When you call Sabre for service, you'll get a certified technician that's an expert at diagnosing, repairing, and installing heating and air conditioning equipment. Sabre Techs give you the service you need, not the other stuff that you don't need. When you combine that with Sabre's A rating for customer service and the best equipment from Bryant, you get exactly what you need. So make the call to Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning today. Sabre and Bryant, whatever it takes. Aren't we touchy today with the music? We've been talking about fireworks on 4th of July. This is a good song, though. Alex did a dance to this, remember? (laughs) It was a very solemn dance. Oh, yeah. You remember that? Alex, get off my side. Using my song to dance to. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, I'm just... It's not very nice. That's yeah, all fine. Let me know if Rebecca calls back in, Andy. Mm-hmm. That'd be good. What? Who is this? Lee Greenwood. Oh, that's right. Be an American. Yeah, that was his one hit, wasn't it? I think so, Pretty much. but he, every year... Every year. Every oh, year it, it he does goes come out. to public events and sings it, and wasn't it like, I want to say one year... He like flew to so many events and one on the fourth yeah. of July. Oh, yeah. Like he went yeah. to like I mean he would do the concert or you know, sing the song and then he'd fly to a different venue, do the song, fly to another venue. Wow. I wanna say it was like he did like twenty five different places in one Jeez. day on the fourth of July. You'd have to carry a little cue card and where he was so we could say, hi, Indianapolis. I don't know where I am, but I know I'm in the United States. But I'm singing the song. I wonder how sick of that song you get if you have to sing it 25 times. I know, times right? I can American. Well, I'm yeah. sure he's been cashing in on that song for a while. Although it's probably a song people don't want to hear today. Well, he's actually had several U.S. country uh, number one singles. So yeah, I guess he does fine. Sure, but he this is his... number one singles. Yeah, I don't know anything about country music. I this don't, is I don't... kind of his signature song. But God bless the USA. Yeah, uh, charted 16th overall, which is the highest, like overall charting that he's ever had. Well, I think it's all in the resids for him. I believe it is. Mm-hmm. Ooh, this is cold right here. Keyshawn Johnson. Remember, Keyshawn had his own problems back mm-hmm. in the day. Keyshawn Johnson says there's something wrong mentally with Jameis Winston. (laughs) It's a little cold, isn't it? 
That's one thing I like about inner city guys. They just tell you, there's something wrong with you mentally, man. <laughs> I love that. As the court of Big Shield continues to ponder the fate of Buccaneers quarterback Jameis Winston, the court of public opinion continues to issue verdicts, one pundit and or former player at a time. Enter Keyshawn Johnson, a former Buccaneers receiver, who at one point was so disruptive he was sent home for the rest of the season to pay, with pay has chimed in aggressively. Now, this is a guy who was sent home with pay for the rest of the season because he was such a pain in the ass. <laughs> oh, okay. no. Now I don't have to work, but I still get my millions. Yeah, what a terrible punishment. That's <laughs> yeah, really horrible. When I saw the Jameis report, I thought, man, you just can't stay out of trouble, Johnson said on KSPN 710 via JoeBucksFan.com. And there's something, and I'm not a doctor, nor do I plan on being a doctor, but there's something <laughs> wrong with you. If this is in fact true, the fact that you keep coming up with some type of sexual behavioral problems towards women, there's something wrong mentally with you. I don't care what anyone says, there's something wrong. I like the fact that he says, I don't plan on becoming a doctor. Yeah, I don't plan on becoming a doctor. <laughs> but, but there's like, something wrong with you. There are people that would like to be doctors, but I'm just not one of them. I just, you know, it's... So I love it. There's something wrong. The Buccaneers have yet to say or do anything to suggest that their opinion about Winston has changed. That could change if and when the NFL issues a suspension letter to Winston listing the various things that the NFL has concluded that he did. If a local or national groundswell ever emerges against Winston, the Buccaneers will at least have to consider the factor when making decisions about Winston. Now, this is a guy after, I believe it was after he was drafted into the NFL, Went into a grocery store and stuffed a bunch of crab down his pants trying to steal it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I hope he stole it quickly before it started, <laughs> so snapping, before it started, started heating away. up. Oh, yeah. Jameis Winston is crazy. There's no doubt about it. Oy. Even though every team wants to win, it's more important to attract and retain customers. If Winston ever becomes radioactive from a PR standpoint, no amount of winning will matter. And the fact there hasn't been all that much winning on his watch won't help him either. Yeah, Jameis Winston's just about done. It's too bad because he's got a lot of talent and he's very young, but he just he, he's one of those guys that just can't get out of his own way. Right. Uh, Keyshawn Johnson, who should know, by the way, because he was the same kind of guy. But uh, he said it's beyond what he did. He said, you are... There's something wrong with you mentally. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we have to say happy birthday to Charlie from Albuquerque. Is his birthday today? According to Facebook. Mm-hmm. I just got a notification. Charlie from Albuquerque, happy birthday. And also birthday today, birthday boy, Mike Lindell from My Pillow. Oh, it's his birthday today. Look at that. Happy birthday to you. Beautiful. So, two birthday boys on the same day, ladies and gentlemen. President Donald Trump has urged North Dakota voters to defeat liberal Democrats Senator Heidi Heitkamp. Heidi Heitkamp? Although she is a moderate who strays at times from Democratic positions. Yeah, if you're in North Dakota, you better stray because you're not going to last long if you don't. Heitkamp is one of the Senate's most vulnerable Democrats seeking re-election, so she is firmly in Republican sights looking toward November. At an appearance Wednesday, Trump called for the election of Republican U.S. Representative Kevin Kramer, one of his staunchest allies in Congress, as a matter of fact. When Heidi ran for office, she promised to be an independent vote for the people of North Dakota. Trump said to an arena packed with thousands of cheering supporters in Fargo. Instead, she went to Washington and immediately joined Chuck and Nancy, a reference to Democratic congressional leaders Chuck uh, Schumer and Representative Nancy Pelosi. Although I will tell you this, Senator Chuck Schumer came out against the uh, some of the... St- 
what are we doing? What happened to you? Just got, just you set yourself on fire, or what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Definitely something we should stop well, the show very, for. And it was very on. loud, I will it's tell you. It's sort that. of an abrupt thing to do. Um, what's her face again that made all those idiotic comments about attacking... Maxine Waters? Maxine Waters. Mm-hmm. Chuck Schumer came out and said there is no place for comments like that. Well, Going everyone after did. Say, I just yeah, love did. how Pelosi and Schumer are both the most... <clears throat> Vocal anti-Republican people on the planet. Yeah, and but that was too far. Well, hey, when when you are calling for people to attack uh, politicians or you know people who hold office, attack them in the streets. That's way over the. Well, top. and first of all, just because a cabinet member you know is is who they are, it doesn't mean that they've agreed with everything that Trump has to say anyway. No, no that's very true. So you should be careful who you're. Telling people to attack. Uh, the president, however, noted Heitkamp's votes against tax cuts, which we never got. He signed into law in December, as well as the GOP's long-sought goal to undo the health care program enacted by President Barack Obama. You need a senator who doesn't just talk like they're from North Dakota, but votes like they're from North Dakota. Trump bellowed. That's what you need. And that is Kevin Kramer. Um, the tax cuts in Minnesota and New York all places that didn't vote for Donald Trump, the tax cuts never came to fruition because, yes, we got the tax cuts, but then he disallowed writing off your property taxes, over $10,000. Right. So there were no tax cuts for, I would say, um, not the rich, but the, what would you call them? Upper middle class? Yeah, upper middle class, I guess. Yeah, because, I mean, $10,000, most people aren't paying too much past that. No, most people are not. That's very, very true. Yeah. So, yeah. So the but, average person pays three point two thousand in property taxes. The average person. So not in like a city core or anything like that, because I mean, well, two percent of a two hundred thousand dollar home is four thousand dollars, and it's pretty hard to get in a house for less than two hundred thousand dollars anywhere. Yeah, four thousand is nowhere near ten thousand. Ten thousand is yeah, a but lot I'm ta- of property yeah, but tax. Yeah, two hundred thousand is pretty much an entry level. Well, it's not just it's salt and and uh, all that state and local taxes. That's the cap on all of the state and local taxes would be ten thousand, not that just can, property yeah, tax that you can write off. So most people are not. They probably are going to have more than ten thousand when you put everything together. That's true. So yeah, he gave him a tax cut and then he took it right back when he disallowed. Writing off state and local taxes. I know. It's like, why give and take yeah, at the same bother? time? Why why spend time doing it? Just leave it as it is. I would agree. Uh, Toots, if you're up in heaven listening to the podcast, you have to forgive me, but this is a big story today. <laughs> Pope Francis accepted the resignation of two more Chilean bishops following a child sex abuse scandal oh, that has gripped the Latin American nation. The Vatican announced the resignation of the uh, Bishop of Rancagua. 78-year-old Alejandro Goic Carmelic, and the Bishop of Talca, Horatio del Carmen Valenzuela Abarca, 64. Several senior members of... And by the way, Horatio, could you get a few more names to throw at us? <laughs> Horatio del Carmen Valenzuela Abarca. Roseanne, Roseanne, Adana. Roseanne, Roseanne, Adana. That's exactly right. It's Roseanne, Roseanne, Adana. That's who it was. Several senior members of Chile's Catholic Church, Chile are accused by victims of ignoring and covering up child abuse by pedophile priest Fernando Caradima, 
During the 1980s and 1990s, the entire Chilean delegation of bishops tendered its resignation to the Pope in May. The entire Chilean delegation of bishops. Jeez. After a series of meetings at the Vatican, they all... So these guys were all going after children? I, I, I did not know any of that was going on still. I don't either. I, I just... The, the whole thing is disgusting. It's it just... Is. Good God. Preying on innocent people is just so pathetic. Oh, did you guys know that they have definitely uh, identified D.B. Cooper? No. I didn't either. I just, I just saw this thing pop up. Uh, a team of cold case investigators claim they've decided or decoded a 1972 message by D.B. Cooper and that it contains a confession from Vietnam veteran Robert Rackstraw, long suspected of being the infamous skyjacker. The letter was addressed to the Portland, Oregonian newspaper months earlier. A man identified as the fictitious Cooper had hijacked Seattle-bound flight uh, and later parachuted out of the plane with $200,000, never to be heard from again. Uh, this letter is to let you know that I'm not dead, but I'm really, really alive and just back from the Bahamas. <laughs> <laughs> that's, what he, that's what he wrote. So you, your silly troopers up there can stop looking for me. That is just how dumb this government is. I like your articles about me, but you can stop them now. D.B. Cooper is not real, it reads. I went out of the system and saw a way through a good old unk, he writes. Now it's uncle's turn to weep. My dad used to call Uncle Sam that. Unk? He, he always called, no. But he would always refer to the federal government as uncle. Oh. Not Uncle Sam, but uncle. That's weird. Well, that whole Uncle Sam wants you thing. What, that was, yeah. was that Vietnam? That was before any oh, Vietnam? Oh, God, no, yeah. World War II. Yeah, World War yeah, II. Yeah, so I guess that, that's their era. Now it's uncle's turn to weep and pay one of its own some cash for a change. And please tell the lackey cops, D.B. Cooper is not my real name. I wouldn't think so. I, did you ever think that was his real name? No, I don't think anyone did. I don't think they did either. I'd have to agree. Television and film producer Tom Col Colbert, or Colbert, who's led a team of about 40 private investigators in the search for D.B. Cooper, said he received the letter after successfully suing the FBI for the Cooper files. No one even knew about this letter, Colbert told the Daily News. When I got it, I noticed it was typed just like a different Cooper letter. So I called a code breaker and showed it to him. He said, Tom, you're not going to believe it, but his confession is in here, Colbert said, or Colbert. Rick Sherwood, a former member of the Army Security Agency, which deciphers signals, said he spotted four phrases or words that were repeated throughout the, the note, including D.B. Cooper is not real, Uncle Unk, and referring to Uncle Sam, of course, the system and lackey cops. So wait, wait, the FBI had this, yeah. but they couldn't crack the code. For a while there, the FBI, <laughs> Secret Service, the uh, CIA, they would not work together, would not do it. I don't know why that was. Uh, maybe it's do? because they got promotions or something or funding based on wins and they had to like get yeah. their own wins. Yes, exactly. D.B. Cooper and Lackey Cops appeared in the same sentence as did Unk in the system, suggesting to Sherwood that the coded messages could be contained in those sentences. He decoded through good old Unk to mean by skyjacking a jet plane using a system of letters and numbers. And please tell the Lackey Cops was decoded to mean I am First Lieutenant Robert Rackshaw. According to Colbert, or Colbert, 
Sherwood had deciphered earlier letters from Cooper and had become familiar with his writing style. I just love these guys. It's not enough to get away with two hundred thousand dollars. I gotta shove it down your throat, too. But I did to you. Oh God, would you grow up? And two hundred thousand dollars is ba- uh, to me that was a big risk for not that much money. Well, in the eighties, two hundred thousand was still pretty sizable. Oh, are you gonna risk going to federal prison? No. No. I, there's yeah, no for take care of you for like what ten then? years? Yeah, yeah. That's not, no, I would not be a huge fan of it. <clears throat> well, that's too bad. Rebecca Johnson never called back in because we were in break when she called. Assuming she, that's who even who yeah, even we don't was. even know who it was. Yeah, who knows? Might have been a wrong number. <laughs> well, I suppose that's true too. It might have been a wrong number. We, I do know this, will be back in just a couple of minutes with hour three of Tom Bernard Show.